A friend called me Friday night wondering what her creatinine slash albumin ratio meant since that reading was high on her last blood draw. Actually, she wanted to know if this was something to worry about. After extracting a promise that she would call her doctor with her questions today when her physician's office opened for business again, I gave her some explanations. Of course, then I wanted to give you the same explanations. Although the online etymology dictionary tells us both ratio and rationing are derived from the same Latin root, ratio, which means reckoning, calculation, business affair, procedure, also reason, reasoning, judgment, understanding, they aren't exactly the same. My old favorite, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines ratio at https colon slash slash www.merriam-webster.com slash dictionary slash ratio in the following way, the relationship in quantity, amount, or size between two or more things, as in that of your creatinine and albumin. As for rationing, if you're old enough to remember World War II, you know what it means. If you're not, the same dictionary can help us out again. At https colon slash slash www.merriamwebster.com slash dictionary slash rationing, we're told it's a share especially as determined by supply. Nope, doesn't work here since we're not sharing our creatinine or albumin with anyone else. We each have our own supply and our own ratios, albeit sometimes too high or sometimes too low. What are creatinine and albumin anyway? Let's see what we can find about creatinine and what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease. Additional important jobs of the kidneys are removing liquid waste from your body and balancing the minerals in the body. The two liquid waste products are urea which has been broken down from protein by the digestive system and creatinine which is a byproduct of muscle activity. Well, what about albumin? This can get a bit complicated. Remember, the walker, hang on, explanation of this coming soon, deals with urine albumin. There's an explanation in slow it down CKD 2016 about what it's not, serum albumin. Maybe we should take a look at serum albumin level. Serum means it's the clear part of your blood, the part without red or white blood cells. This much is fairly common knowledge. Albumin is not. Medlineplus, part of the National Institutes of Health's U.S. National Library of Medicine at https colon slash slash medlineplus.gov slash nc slash article slash 003480.htm tells us, albumin is a protein made by the liver. A serum albumin test measures the amount of this protein in the clear liquid portion of the blood. Uh oh, this is also not good. A high level of serum albumin indicates progression of your kidney disease. Conversely, kidney disease can cause a high level of serum albumin. This is from Slow It Down CKD 2015 and explains what the walker is and why your albumin to creatinine ratio, UACR, is important. In recent years, researchers have found that a single urine sample can provide the needed information. In the newer technique, the amount of albumin in the urine sample is compared with the amount of creatinine, a waste product of normal muscle breakdown. The measurement is called a urine-albumin to creatinine ratio, UACR. A urine sample containing more than 30 mg of albumin for each gram of creatinine, 30 mg g, is a warning that there may be a problem. If the laboratory test exceeds 30 mg g, another Walker test should be done one to two weeks later. If the second test also shows high levels of protein, the person has persistent proteinuria, a sign of declining kidney function, and should have additional tests to evaluate kidney function. Thank you to the National Kidney and Urologic Diseases Information Clearinghouse, a service of the NIH, at http colon slash slash kidney.nic.nih.gov slash diseases slash pub slash proteinuria slash hashtag tests for that information. Basically, that means if you have a high walker once, get your urine retested a week or two later before you even think about worrying, 
which is what my friend's doctor confirmed. But do make sure to get that second test so you can be certain your kidney function is not being compromised. I was thrilled that both my paper and notes from the field about chronic kidney disease awareness were accepted for Landmark's journal for the Conference for Global Transformation and then be able to present a poster about it during the conference this past weekend. In addition I was lucky enough to have lunch with one of the keynote speakers. Who, you ask? Amy D. Waterman, PhD. This is one important person to us. She has changed the face of pre-dialysis and transplant education globally by starting an educational non-profit corporation and has been awarded more than $20 million in grants. She has reached tens of thousands of people to date, educating them in the miracle of live organ donation. Last year, Dr. Waterman was invited to the White House to share about the possibility of ending the organ donor shortage. This material is from the Journal of the 2017 Conference for Global Transformation, Volume 17, Number 1. This is exactly what we need to do for early and moderate stage CKD. This is what the social media presence, the blogs, and the books are about. And you know what? That's just dot plain dot not dot enough. Last I heard, I have 107,000 readers in 106 countries. And you know what? That's just dot plain dot not dot enough. Am I greedy? Absolutely when it comes to sharing awareness of CKD. Do I know how to expand my coverage? Nope, not yet that is. I am so very open to suggestions. Let me hear them. Lest we forget, this year's first path of wellness screening will be Saturday, June 17th at the Indo-American Cultural Center's Community Hall, 2809 West Maryland Avenue, Phoenix, Arizona 85017. As they've stated, the free screening events can process up to 200 people. Their use of -of point-of-care testing devices provides blood and urine test results in a matter of minutes, which are reviewed on-site by volunteer physicians. All screening participants are offered free enrollment in chronic disease self-management workshops. Help is also given to connect participants with primary care resources. The goals of PTW are to improve early identification of at-risk people, facilitate their connection to health care resources, and slow the progression of chronic diseases in order to reduce heart failure, kidney failure and the need for dialysis. Until next week. Keep living your life.